0: Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so excited for our community conversation today. So throughout the last year, I've just been awakening my interest in spirituality. That's why this show exists, you know, in astrology and a lot of different areas. And at times I've often felt, you know, really alone. I felt afraid of asking questions about questioning my own belief structures and, you know, everyone has different experiences with, with spirituality, with religion, with their beliefs, but that was mine. You know, it it had a lot of fear in in breaking the rules of what I was told I was supposed to do. But why I bring this up is that since I made the decision to really explore my interest in spirituality as a larger idea and lean into seeking to understand, you know, my existence and the world around me, seeking with an open mind, considering all these different ideas while asking, you know, important questions, that fear, it's really started to melt away. And I don't feel as alone. And I've, I felt more connected to God and a larger power than ever before. You know, yoga was really that first moment of self-discovery for me, but for others, it's, it's different ways. And that's why this show exists, is that I want those of you who are seeking out who you are and what you believe in and, and how the world impacts you to not feel alone, to feel, you know, connected, to take care of yourself throughout that process. So today I'm chatting with two friends, fellow podcasters who have had very different experiences in life than me, you know, in upbringing and culture and religion background, but we're all coming together in this spirit of curiosity, you know, of wanting to be the best version of ourselves, of seeking to understand. So let me give you a little background on these two humans. Asia is a nonprofit fundraiser with a background in social work. She's based in Boston, and she's the host of the Done With Adulting podcast. I had the joy of being on her show back in December, and Asia and her co-host, Jared, are so funny, and they're so real, and they explore all these different topics you know, that we face as adults that we... We definitely did not learn in school. I highly recommend her show. And then Brenna is a mental health counselor, a certified rehabilitation counselor, and the host of Real Fucking Talk. She lives on Long Island, and she is not afraid to speak the truth. You know, and she does that on her show um, with mental health, with with really just being honest about where we're at. I cannot recommend these shows enough. So you'll get to know Brenna and Asia today and you'll love them. Today's conversation we talk about discovering spirituality and what that looks like for these these very different humans. I honestly think this is this is one of my favorite conversations to date because hearing the wheels turning in the minds of strong women like Brenna and Asia is exactly what I was hoping for in this show. People exploring themselves and their beliefs and their power. So thanks to these two babes for being on the show. Thanks for tuning into Yoga Magic. Every everyone. If you're new here, we have episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. You can learn more about Yoga Magic, our community, upcoming events, and so much more at Yoga Magic Podcasts on Instagram. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend. That's the way this show grows and reaches new audience. And yeah, I'm just so glad you're here. Thanks for being on this journey with us, everyone. Without further ado, let's hear from my friends Asia and Brenna. Well, oh let's, gosh. I feel like, okay, let's get started because we're going to, I've already hit record okay. and we just, th- these are just like to-, to I'm preface, so
1: excited. Me too. These
0: conversations on Tuesday have been just like, we shoot the shit and like, I don't know. It's almost like Joe Rogan style. Like I'm just trying to be Joe Rogan. It's fine. Love it.
1: <laughs> I am Joe Better. Rogan.
0: Basically. <laughs>
2: Asia's a DJ. You're Joe Rogan, and I'm just still fucking me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh God.
0: Will you? I'm gonna have you guys just tell everybody who you are, um, and your shows, what you do outside of your shows, and where you're like at spiritually, where you have been, you know, up until really this point, up until this last year. Asia, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. Um, I'm so excited to be here. First of all, I we've said that 10 times already, but I had to say it again. Um, my name is Asia. I am the creator and co-host of Done With Adulting podcast, where we essentially shoot the shit, complain, <laughs> help, self-help about all things adulting that no one ever taught us in school. Um, so that's a really good time. I do that with my co-host Jared. And then in actual life, I work full-time in nonprofit as a fundraiser. Um, so that's an experience.
0: I didn't even know that Asia, what, what nonprofit?
1: I actually work at the greater Boston food bank. <gasps>
0: that's, that's amazing. amazing. I didn't it know that. is.
1: Yeah. So it's obviously been crazy for the last oh, yeah. year. Um, yeah. Because uh, like food insecurity is just so high right now, but I could go on a whole spiel about that. But yeah, so I do fund corporate fundraising basically, so I have like a portfolio of donors and people like that. Um, And then like I do a little network marketing on the side, slinging shampoo when I can, make some extra money until my podcast can serve its full monetary purposes. (laughs) And yeah, spiritually, this is so funny because the reason why I was so excited to come on was because nobody in my life ever wants to talk about this. Like, I don't know if it's like a cultural thing, but like my family and I say cultural because like, I honestly don't know a lot of black people, women, anybody, anyone that I like can talk to. about spirituality not like people who like read their horoscope i'm talking like if i wanted to go get my chart read by a black woman like how where are you Mm -hmm. like i've I've been searching resources okay let me know because i've been searching the grams um i feel like for me like spirituality has just come so just full circle for me in my adult life like when I was younger, I never really read my horoscope and I really wasn't into anything. And then as I get older and I'm like breaking into like this phase in my life where I'm like, okay, like I'm not really into the idea of like religion as a construct anymore, although that's how I was raised. And now I'm trying to move into like relearn and refine like how I connect to spirituality. And there are just so many things I'm curious about, like astrology and, the afterlife and like crystals. And it sometimes is just like, where do you even start? You know, yeah. cause I feel like there's so much. Um, so right now I'm starting with co-star that is my bread and butter of that's all I know. Anything <laughs> I know, I either learn from co-star or Ashley's, uh, yoga magic podcast. <laughs> and so that's kind of where I am, but I'm excited to talk more about it because I, I can go on forever. So.
0: I love this because we're so, all of us are so different. And I think we will, and we're all, but that curious mindset just brings us together. Mm -hmm. Brenna, Mm -hmm. what about you?
2: Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. I am also so excited to be here. My name is Brenna. I am a certified rehab counselor, a mental health counselor, and I am the host of the Real Fucking Talk podcast where each week I have a new guest on and we just talk about a time in their life that they struggled with their mental health a time that they grew a lot. And we just really talk about vulnerable things that most people don't want to talk about. Um, We all have our shit. We all have our yuck. Let's talk about it and kind of release the power that it holds when we keep it inside. My experience with spirituality is very little, but I am so intrigued. Mm -hmm. Um, Similar to you, Asia, I grew up religious, but like fake religious like mm-hmm. my mom liked the idea of us going to church every Sunday I grew up Catholic and I was baptized and christened and I think that's the same thing actually I think that's how religious I am that is how religious I am so my mom like loved the idea of that um but my dad Is so not into religion, so he was like, "Cool, if you want to do it, like that's on you." And my mom would bring me to church, like maybe once a month, and she'd be like, "We did it," and I was like, "Okay, like what are we doing?
0: What did we do? (laughs) Like
2: cool, we went. Like what does that do?" Um, I was actually just talking about this with my boyfriend's cousins because his family they are very religious, and there's something that I feel, and this is like kind of a red, not a red flag, but like, there's something that doesn't feel right to me about you have to go to church every Sunday in order for God or spirit or whoever to accept you. I like the idea of spirituality more than religion, because I feel like spirituality is very personal and it is up to the person. And yeah, I am very intrigued in human design Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to, I listened to your episode about human design. You have a couple on human design and just like talking about it, but it is so intriguing to me. I also have a co-star app, which Mm -hmm. I love, but reading my horoscope is something that I just re let into my life because I had a point where I was actually like compulsively checking my horoscope where I would wake up in the morning And if my horoscope was like, your day is off to a bad start, I would be like, great. My day sucks. Where like, why?
0: Totally. Mm -hmm. Like,
2: because it said that. So I think that that's something that I'm trying to have healthy boundaries with. Like, if my horoscope says that something's going to go horribly wrong, that doesn't necessarily mean it will. But if something does, maybe it's like, oh, weird. It knew. Um, so I don't know. I go back and forth because I do want to believe it. But then there's times that I'm like, this is so generic.
0: Totally. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah.
2: That's why I think I'm more interested in human design, because I feel like that is so specific to each individual. And I'm like, there's no way that this could be made up.
0: Mm. Well, and the thing about the interesting thing about human design, I'm not sure if you have read much about this, but it's a channeled um practice. Somebody like w- downloaded it one day, like this person. Shut up. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. No, what? Can we start at the <laughs> beginning? Like what do you mean they downloaded it? Who made that? So I don't I don't dabble enough in human design to be able to speak to it. We should, you know, get to get Taylor on the show to talk about it. But yes, what it, it it's a it was a it was a channeled practice that somebody just received this information from the, the heavens above or the, the greater being God, whatever you want to call it. And that's actually not an uncommon thing in mm-hmm. the world of spirituality. Like the book, if you've heard anything about, um, a course in miracles, which is very much a part of the spirituality world, that's another, that's a channeled text. And like, theoretically, some people talk about the Bible in that sense. So like it, it's, it, I love the human design piece because people are like, yeah, I feel like it's like, it's really science. You know, there's some science to it, and there is, but also it's also like way out there. (laughs) Sweet. Since
2: we're talking about this, I have to share this real, and I will send it to you guys after. But my friend Lacey, who I've had on my podcast, she put up in some video yesterday that you guys might have seen, but it's this woman who works in fashion. And she's like at a party and she's going around with Swabarski crystals and she gives them to someone. And all of a sudden you see this guy just take it and put it in his mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. And like I've seen that. It. That was like a celebrity. It was oh, like a celebrity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he, he ate it. Yeah. He, was like, he I thought it was a a like a, a pill or like a crystal or something. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
2: But it's when cute. I first when I first saw it, I was like, oh, did he eat it? Because he thought it was like a healing crystal, like an <laughs> energy that would. Then like before we I actually entered in him. No, 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 I he didn't. He this. just it is hysterical. I'll send it's his feet after.
1: No, and yeah. it's two celebrities too. Like when you find it, you're gonna be like, it makes it even funnier. I can't remember who it is though.
2: But like, sorry, that just kind of got off track, but like talking about crystals. <laughs> see, crystals is something else that I'm intrigued.
1: Me about, too, Brenna.
2: I, <laughs> Okay. But the more I learn, the more exhausting it sounds like you need a crystal dealer. Did you guys know that? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes you, you need Because your crystals need to be out. cleansed.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Which is like, true of like, if you think about even like a diamond, right? Like you're not, you don't want yeah. to get a diamond that has, that's, that's put other people <laughs> in danger in order to actually get it. So it's really, that's like sort of the same idea, but mm-hmm. yeah, you need to know where all of your spiritual tools are coming from.
1: In, in regards to crystals, like I feel like um, it's an expensive practice. It's yeah. like, it's like you want to be spiritual. You want I like want to explore that part of spirituality, and then I'm just like, okay, if I'm gonna drop 100 bucks on a crystal or 200 bucks, but like whatever it is, I'm like, I need to know what the fuck I'm doing. All right? <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry, can I swear on your body? Yeah, I 100. <laughs> But
2: that's the other thing that kills me because it's like, okay, I'm going to spend $200 on this fucking stone to what, sit on my windowsill?
1: Yes. But like, yes, that's what it's supposed to do. It's like energy, right? I'm looking at Ashley. I'm like, aren't you the queen
0: of all things? (laughs) Well, see, that's what I like. Where where I come from is it's, you know, I don't know that I believe you need to have anything. And and I'm, and I'd love hearing from you too, with these fresh eyes about this stuff. Do you feel pressured to have tools? Like, do you need, do you feel like you need to have crystals right now in order to be spiritual?
1: No, I don't feel like I need to have them, but I feel drawn to them. Okay. Like, I feel like I need to look into it because whenever I see them, my eyes go like this and I'm like, is that curiosity? Or like, I've read things that's like some, like you could walk into a place where there's crystals and like feel drawn to a certain type. So I'm like, then I'm overthinking. I'm like, now everything is like spirituality in my head. I'm like, (laughs) am I drawn to
2: this? (laughs) I don't feel drawn (laughs) to them and I don't feel pressure whatsoever. My thing is that I am just so open-minded and I want to try everything and I want to see how my life can be enhanced and Mm -hmm. if it's with a crystal then cool so like let me try but along with Asia like it's so hard mentally being like am I really gonna spend $200 on a rock like I could just go outside Look at this. but I can't that's (laughs) what I got for
0: Christmas
1: (laughs) I saw this on your Instagram story my husband and I was like wow
0: I mean and I'm I would say that I'm a crystal enthusiast. Like I am all things. I love all of this, but I don't know that I subscribe to like crystals are going to solve any problems. I just, I really like them and I like to use this as a tool, but my, I guess my question too, from, from you two, as you're doing this work and you're even getting interested in like exploring and being drawn to whatever it is, what is it? Was there an initial catalyst perhaps in the last year that got you excited, or maybe it wasn't this year, maybe it was, you know, previous that got you even thinking about a crystal or whatever.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I know mine right off the bat. It was absolutely during quarantine. That's when I started my podcast and just, obviously I work very heavily in mental health, but really expanding that meeting people like you guys and the other people in the podcast accelerator program we did who are all very much way more educated than I am on spirituality and human design and astrology and all of these things. It was just really eye-opening and really intriguing for me. Mm -hmm. And I loved learning from you guys. Even when you didn't think you were teaching anyone or saying anything of really importance, it was so nice hearing something new and being like, hmm, that seems to have really made a difference in their life. I wonder what difference it could make in my life too.
1: Yeah. I would say similar. I feel like for me, the journey has been like really like my whole life. Like now that I look back, it sounds so corny, but now that I look back, I'm like, I really feel like as I've been moving along, like, like Brenna said, grew up like Catholic going, never went to church because I played basketball every weekend. So that's when church is never went, but was like, you have to believe in this God and this Jesus. And like in my heart, like I do still believe in Jesus and God. And also though, like I felt, I I agree. I don't necessarily believe in like the constructs of you have to worship or be spiritual in a certain place. I feel like spirit is wherever you are. So Mm -hmm. I think in my adult life, what's drawn me to it is just like trying to figure out. And it's, and it's interesting because my husband is so Spiritual, like mm. reads the Bible every morning religiously, no oh pun gosh, intended. but that. like, <laughs> but like, really does. like that is the how he starts his day every day. And I've even tried to do that, like, mimic what he does and like read parts of the Bible. And I've read the Bible before, and for some reason, now I'm even more just like, I just am awake now. I'm awake. I know that the Bible has been translated a million different times. I feel like there's, just so many ways it can be interpreted. And in addition to that, I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's so weird. Like the podcasts that I'm drawn to without even knowing I'm drawn to them are sort of like have spirituality in them. And I'm just always wanting to listen and learn more. And then there's like my whole dreams thing that we talked about on my podcast. Yes. Actually, but I have like psychotic lucid dreams, like crazy, alive. Like I just had one the other day, the night before, I had an interview on Tuesday. And, um, on Monday night, I was like nervous thinking about it. And I was like thinking about my dad who's passed away and he comes to my dream. Sometimes I was telling Ashley and just like trying to be like, you got this, like do my affirmations and just bring myself down from like nervous to like, it's fine. And that night, like, and and I do that. I try to think of like what he would say. And then that night he's like in my dream, um, like, giving me advice, but it's weird. It's like in my dreams, I know he's passed away. So he can't speak. This happens all the time. Like he can't wow. speak. Yeah. But he can like give me si- signals and symbols and like, he's there. Like, and I know what he's saying, even though we're not speaking, it's very freaky. <laughs> and it, then I right now? Oh my God. I yeah. just, uh, <laughs> that's same so page. weird. You guys are on the same page. Yes. it It actually is to the point where like, that when that happened on Monday night, I had just recently thought to myself, like, I kind of get pissed when it's been a long time when I haven't seen like someone that I want to see in my dreams. So I hadn't seen my dad in my dream in like months. And I was like, this is BS. Like, <laughs> I know you're around. like, <laughs> Yeah. And then like that night. And so I'm like, okay, th- obviously, people, not everybody has dreams that are like this vivid and lucid. So I'm like, do I have some sort of spiritual something that I need to explore or like, you know, like, what does that mean for me? Can I, can I fine tune this? Like, can I just go soul surfing through my dreams if I want? Like that is interesting to me. And so I guess that's like part of what is like opening up my spiritual journey. But like I said, in my personal life, I don't have a lot of people that I can talk about it with or like bounce different ideas off of, or like even just pick their brain just because I literally don't know anybody in my personal life who is like, into it or even like believes it's a thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Asia,
0: you might love the podcast, spiritual shit. Do you listen to that show? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. You'd love her. She's, she's awesome. And, and I think especially within the black community, I think you're right. There are not as many resources to seek out. And she talks about that and she talks about just her, her journey through it. Um, yeah,
1: I highly recommend. I need to listen to that because I also feel like in black culture, like the, the idea of Jesus and God is so heavily rooted in the culture and praying Mm. and like praying your way through things almost to a fault where you're not seeking help for mental health, you know, things. So I just feel, and then I also feel like there's this idea of like how we were talking about with the crystals, like this idea of like, Access, you know, like not having the same access to those types of education or resources that a white community might have. So, yeah, now I'm just in this space where I'm like, I want to look into this, but like, I want to look into how this fits because I feel like for me, it's like, if I'm going to go down this path and like really go down the rabbit hole of spirituality and like leave behind the constructs of how I was brought up, like, that's going to be a friction moment for the people in my life. And I feel like if there are other black women who, like, there must be other black women who've experienced the same thing where it's like, your family is real hard on Jesus and God in the Bible. And now you're going down this other path. And like, they think you're woo-woo crazy, which I don't really care if they think I'm woo-woo crazy, but it's like something that I think about a lot that I also think like holds me back from diving deeper down. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you think it's one or the other or do you think it could be both?
1: That's what I don't know. That's what I don't know the answer to. I'm like, is it one or the other? Can it be both? Is there a place for crystals in astrology and Jesus and God? Like, I feel like yes, because it's up to us as the believer or as the spiritual being to decide, but I don't know how that w- like what that would look like and that's why I'm like trying so hard to find somebody who maybe has gone down that same path. Mm.
2: So yeah. I can for sure relate to what you're saying Asia and this is 1 million percent just my opinion this is not a fact but my experience with religion was very much full of pressure and it was like you have to pray you have to do this you have to say the rosary if you did that then you have to do this to rectify it and you have to go to confession and you have to do this where I think that that's what attracts me so much to spirituality because it's very much more gentle in Mm -hmm. a sense where it's just kind of like, if that's your vibe, then that's your vibe. And if that makes you feel good, then keep doing that. Lean into that where I feel like there was a lot of structure with religion. So Asia, I totally feel your pain there feeling like you need to pick one or the other, because in my experience, like that's kind of how it was. And In church for me. You know, Mm. they say like, well, if this is your religion, then this is it. And you can't do other things. And we don't believe in this. And we do believe in that and blah, blah, blah. There was just so many rules. And I was like, how can all of these rules fit all of us? Because we're all so different,
1: you know?
2: So what is fulfilling for me might not be fulfilling for someone else, but it doesn't make what they're doing wrong.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like going back to the comparison with my husband, like when I listen to him doing his practices and I step back, like kind of like bird's eye view perspective, of it it's like, it's, this. it's not that different. Right. Like he's praying mm-hmm. and he's saying Jesus, please. But like, I'm saying to the universe, like, please give me this energy or please send me this. Or like, do you know what I mean? Or, and it's like, yes. I, am I just leaving out the word Jesus? Like, are we doing the same thing? You know, like, because at the end of the day, it's about belief. And if he's, praying to Jesus or God specifically and just saying out loud like manifesting essentially what right. you would like is that not the same thing as like trying to manifest or you know bring energy put out energy that you're trying to get back so i think about that a lot too is like is this the same thing and just like in his mind it's religion because it's religion and that's how he grew up you know and and religion is like a man made thing that's the other thing i feel like is like god and jesus and spirituality and all those things like religion in and of itself was man-made. And so I just feel like, I don't know. There's a, clearly there's a lot of (laughs) conflict inside of me. (laughs) I don't think you're
0: alone. You, neither of you. And, and I just, I, I resonate too. I grew up Catholic too. And, and I still really identify as Christian. I do. I do believe that, that I guess I don't even know how you identify as Christian. I have a rose quartz crystal I don't, or um, rose quartz rosary, you guys. Like that's like the <laughs> epitome.
1: The <opinion. that>, like,
0: <laughs> bring it all together, right? And and I like where I find really the most comfort in this whole process of discovering where I lie with my faith and spirituality and just like all of it is that it to me it does feel all the same. It's all the same. And asking questions is like the point. Is that you're asking questions about how can I be the best? How can I better serve the world around me? How can I be a you know a good person? And we're moving out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius, and that is exactly this this conversation right here: questioning structures and and these again these sort of like constructs of religion that people weren't necessarily getting with they weren't serving the world in the best way anymore. And now, you know, our generation is asking the questions and trying to figure out where can they land. Mm. And I think that's so amazing. I'd be curious, what is year in Aquarius, right? Or did we oh. debunk that?
1: You're wrong. My God, we debunked it. I need okay. to, I, I have to share because I, Ashley knows this because I texted it to her, Brenna, but I must oh. tell you. What? So my birthday is February 18th, which is the last day to some it's the 17th some people it's the 18th oh my boyfriend's
2: birthday is february 15th
1: okay so like cusp and so my whole life (laughs) when i didn't know anything about astrology i was just like oh i'm an aquarius like aquarius life i would read aquarius horoscopes and be like yeah this makes sense and you weren't (laughs) and i'm not now the funniest part of the story is that i have a literal aquarius symbol tattooed on my ankle so that's funny (laughs) now i have to go get like my entire big three, but turns out I'm actually a Pisces. <laughs> and the funnier thing is when I first put my birthday and uh, time of birth into CoStar, I was Pisces rising in Aquarius moon. So internally I was like, oh, okay, at least I wasn't a hundred percent wrong. Cause my moon is in Aquarius and that's how I feel when I'm alone. Well, I found my baby book over the holidays, which informed me that my birth time was wrong even though my mother told it to me so (laughs) when I re-put my birth time into CoStar is no Aquarius I think I only have Aquarius in like my Saturn or something not like random like my big three is Pisces Capricorn Cancer Rising and now I'm like I'm even like this like my eyes are so wide because now Everything like is even making more sense. I'm like, okay. At first, I was having an identity crisis because I've been <laughs> because I've been like saying that I feel like an Aquarius for my whole life. But as I look deeper into like my new big three, I'm like, oh, this is this is a lot more accurate than I thought so it was. Gonna be.
0: your sun sign changed. So you had the right? Did you have the right no, date? Oh, my okay. sun
1: sign stayed the same. But when I first put my stuff into CoStar last year, my sun sign was Pisces, but I still was going around saying, oh, I'm an Aquarius because my moon sign was an Aquarius. Got
0: it. Got it. So you're now
1: there's none.
0: But Pisces, um it's the dream world, like the magic of the dreams.
1: Yeah. That's well, these are all things now that I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's crazy. And everybody, like I said, I can't talk to anybody Mm -hmm. about this. Like when I found this out in my house, I live with my husband and my mom and my brother, and I'm literally running around like, oh my God, like I'm losing my mind. And they're all just looking at me like you, you, you've truly lost it. Like, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is like really just like huge for me. And now my husband just thinks it's funny that I have an Aquarius tattoo on my ankle but that's neither here nor there i i still sometimes identify with aquarius things and i think that's okay i learned that from ashley it's like how you interpret but that's my that's my newly that just happened and now i need to get my whole birth chart read because i'm just like i i'm just so interested
2: yeah. And going off of what you're saying, first off, I feel like the three of us should have a group chat because I am Please. on the same page as you where like something spiritual will happen. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I tell my boyfriend and he's like, cool. I'm like, oh, okay, you're just not as engaging as I want you to be at this point in time. <laughs> um, but a huge turning point with the whole spirituality thing for me was that when we were going into the age of Aquarius, which is what we're in now, I was having the most trouble sleeping. I, and I took it to Instagram and I asked my followers, like, are any of you guys also having trouble sleeping? Like, it might be like a moon thing. Like, and it started this whole thing. I was like, we're witches, like kidding around. Some people got offended. Some people were like, yes, I'm having trouble sleeping, but no, I will not consider myself a witch. And I was like, cool um that's totally fine like (laughs) I'm I'm also just kidding like JK (laughs) um and then oh wait did I tell you I can't remember who you told told. me
0: about the funny (laughs) like (laughs) message
2: you will die so a couple (laughs) days later I get this like voice memo from a girl who follows me and she's like hey hope you're doing good Um, I just wanted to reach out like I saw your stories the other day and I am actually like I work in the entertainment industry and I'm looking for witches and psychics and stuff like let me know if you're interested and (gasps) I was like, hey, like, thank you so much for thinking of me but I am actually truly just a normal person and unfortunately not a witch.
1: Oh, (laughs) I would have been like, yes, count me in. I want to be on the show.
2: I was like, I, I don't think I'm a witch, but I am weirdly like in tune with the moon. So like, if that fits for this entertainment project thing, how how do you know you're
1: in tune with the moon though? Like, okay. mean? I
2: didn't, I never knew, but within this last year with all of the downtime and stuff, I realized that every time there was a new moon or a full moon, I could not sleep like my thoughts were racing and it wasn't like anxiety though. It was more so just like I have so much energy creatively, but mm. like actual energy, I had none. I was mm. completely depleted. You're cancer and in
0: there. Oh my God. I'm a cancer.
2: Wow. Yes. Yeah. I'm a cancer. My moon sign is Capricorn and my rising sign is Aquarius.
1: My moon sign is Capricorn.
2: Oh my
0: god. So we're is mine. Oh my gosh. <gasps> are we witches? <laughs> Just kidding. You know what I think we are is we are we're discerning. We're like asking questions of that emotional space. And Brenna, yeah. the can- cancer is ruled by the moon. So I mean, of course you would feel that. And wow. do you find it hard like as a therapist do you sometimes want to bring this into conversations and like like you have to hold yourself back? I'm so my 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 conscious um, friends that work with clients that have to, you know, really be rooted in medicine. Yes. I'm always like, do you ever like let this seep in? And they're like, like, no, we <laughs> can't. how do you feel? Okay.
2: I 100% do, but I don't, I am very client focused in the way I do things in the office. So it's very much. So what works for you? Like I wouldn't bring it up to a client who I know religion is of the utmost importance to them sure. because if that's what works for them, that's great. And I'm not trying to push any agenda on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but for someone who is voicing that they feel lost and they don't know what to do and blah, 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 like I would absolutely. And I think that that's also why I'm so interested. Like, I want to try to be like, hey, this actually helps me. Like, maybe it will help you. Um yeah, so I am for sure not opposed to it, but it's also not the first thing on my mind to be like That's true. Ooh, maybe a crystal will help, you know? I'm more so like, hmm, what'd your dad do to you when yeah, you
1: were yeah, a kid? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay, fun fact, Brenna, I did get my master's in social work. So I have secret therapist slash social work abilities. I just don't I don't I don't do uh direct practice. I obviously girl,
2: do. come on, join me.
1: I did. I worked in foster care for like a year, and it was just honestly so heavy. Even though I did oh get gosh. a pair of siblings adopted, that was like my shining moment, oh. and I will never let it go. But after that, I was like, okay, I get this Like it was so much, and obviously now I know, like, not now I know, but I definitely thought I was Aquarius back then. I wasn't really doing any specific like. Uh, knowledge or learning about astrology at that time so if I was I'd be like that is so Pisces of me to be like carrying this all the time oh my god but it was it was like I was I was I had no boundaries I was it was it was bad but um, yes so I I, that is interesting because I'm like are there therapists out there that are like spiritual based or like crystal based or like there for sure art yeah. there's
2: holistic therapists. That's that what I mean. Holistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can go to them and they will like naturopathically help you. So Crazy. their whole practice is rooted in energies and healing naturally and all of that stuff. Um I don't know of any personally, but I do know that that's like a thing.
1: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually had a friend of mine on, on my show talk about, she she's an art therapist, but she does, she really dabbles in all of these areas. And, and her specialty is race-based trauma. And she brings this in. Wow. She, oh, she's amazing. Uh, amazing. But I think we will see more of that. I really do. I think that like you know, all three of us, I don't have a master's, you guys are much more educated than I am, but we're really rooted in in religion and, and education and are still open-minded to this whole new world. And now we get to kind of like bring all of the the best of all of the worlds together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for me, like especially in 2020, the biggest realization that I've come to is a lot of what we do on a day-to-day basis. And I want to do like an episode on our podcast about this, but everything that we do is we've been programmed to do for lack of a better word, like just by the way we were raised. And so many people go through life, especially entering adulthood and are trying to live up to either, you know, the expectations of family or, you know, how they, you know, fit in how they were raised with their current life now, as opposed to like being open to, just thinking like, okay, I don't have to do everything the same exact way as the last person. And, you know, I just feel like I hope and pray like more people, more adults, especially during this time, like just open up and just be more receptive to like other things that are out there. I I don't know. I feel like people are so closed off to things. And now more than ever, it's like, we need to just like explore, create, like, I just, even creating is, I feel like a stigma sometimes like, Oh, you do mm-hmm. this. Or like you create these, like you sell stuff online. Like, yes. Like I'm just creating, like mm-hmm. I, even as adults, I feel like if you're not somebody who's like, Oh, I've always wanted to create, you know, be an artist since I was five. It's like, looked down upon to pivot to, Something creative sometimes. And it's just like, why? Like, why do we put ourselves in those boxes? So, me just being like, and I thought this was like the Aquarius in me. And now I don't know where it comes from. It's just <laughs> me in general. But I'm always like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to do the opposite or like, I want to do it differently, intentionally trying to be that way because I found that like I find more success when I do that as opposed to just doing it the way everybody else has done it or like wants me to do it.
0: If your Aquarius is in Saturn, Asia, that would not, that would totally make sense because Saturn is about constraint it's about, you know, making things in a tight little box and and making sure that there's rules and Aquarius is the rule
1: breaker. Okay. Well, Mm. there you go. See, this is why I have Ashley on speed dial. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. But Asia, what you were just saying, and I like, didn't think I was even going to share this, but, um. So obviously with everything going on in the world, shit is just really crazy right now. And there is so much anger and hate and violence and whatever part of being a counselor, which you know, from your social work degree is advocacy. Like how, mm. how am I supposed to help a client in a room and then outside of the room, not speak on their behalf and not help them with issues of social injustice? Yeah. So yeah. Um, like two days ago when everything happened at the Capitol, I posted, I think like two or three stories on my personal Instagram. And the first one just said something like, this is not Republican versus Democrat. This is like essentially all about Donald Trump. Like he is a bad person. Like he is not representative of an entire party. Like he is a problem. Mm -hmm. And then the second one just said, like, imagine if all the people today were people of color, like there would be Mm -hmm. so many more deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, both of which are literally not opinions; Those are just facts.
1: I agree. And yeah. <laughs>
2: and at 11 p.m. at night, I got a text from my boyfriend's aunt,
1: a oh, novel. Yeah. It's always a, a family.
2: Uh-huh. A novel of a text message. Like, you're so quick to forget about Hillary's emails and blah, blah, blah. And uh, like, so ridiculous. Like, how embarrassing to text your nephew's girlfriend at 11 PM about like her opinions and beliefs. But I do think what you were saying is so true. How our generation is so much more open-minded. Like I really don't think I want to say anyone, but I really think the large majority would be so open-minded to hearing someone else's view rather than jumping down someone's throat and being like, you're wrong for what you think. You know, I think that, us as a generation in this society are more open to saying like, Hey, I actually have a different opinion about that, but I would love to learn more about your standpoint, because I think that we have two different lived experiences and I would love to learn from you. And I would also love to share my viewpoint to better understand one another.
1: Yeah. And I think this is like, we're now we're on a off topic ramp, but I think at the end of the day, it's people at the end of the day, if it's you personally, if it's, something that you're doing in life, your job, your relationship, like change is super freaking uncomfortable Yeah, for anybody. And especially like, this is like no knock to the older generation, but if we've been doing something for 30 years and someone else has been doing something for 60 years, obviously it's going to take the 60 year old it's going to be harder for them to do something different because they've been Mm -hmm. doing it for twice as long. It's like, think about how hard it is for us to break out of a pattern of something that, you know, we were taught to do when we grew up, whether it's pray or whatever, you know, it's like, it's taken me practically 30 years to be like, okay, like I still pray. I still believe in Jesus, but maybe this isn't like it for me. And if you're 60 years down the line, it's like, yeah, there's no, it's it's really, really hard. Um, I feel like I'm trying to come from, you know, looking at, at it from their perspective, but it's really, really hard to have those conversations and break out of those constructs. And also the depth of the issues in this country are just so, so, so old. It's like, people don't even understand. I, oh my gosh, what was I watching? It was, to, oh, it was some spiritual, oh my gosh, I'm gonna think of it. But they were talking about, the literal physical effects of just like generational trauma, kind of like what you were mentioning with this therapist, but like how like people of color and white people, because of the history of this country, sometimes don't even know, like because it's so ingrained in your DNA, don't even may not even think that they, you know, feel this way or, have biases or like whatever and in your mind you're like oh no that's not me like i'm anti-racist i don't have biases and and then you do and you're like wait this is everybody this isn't even like white versus black it's every single person on the earth and then you do have them and you realize them and you're like oh crap like did that thought just run through my mind that like i feel like those moments happen because beliefs are so deeply ingrained like in our biological dna um I th- it must have been like Brene Brown or something. I don't know. Somebody was <laughs> talking about Brene this.
0: knows all she Yeah, she's the queen. No, it's <laughs> yeah, so true. real. And I had this realization this week, Asia. Not uh, not around um, racism, but just like kind of the belief that I have sometimes about myself. So I got a really gross request online to teach naked yoga. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, I know. Like Stop. through my website, like a full blown like requested class. And I want, I wish I could say that it didn't bother me, but it like really bugged me because here was my first thought, what did I do and say on my show or like on my platform that made this person think that it was okay. That like, that I would actually do something. Right. So, and like in that moment, I was so grateful, like, oh, I'm conditioned to think that I was the one who attracted this just being a female. I did no way. Like, no way. And but I'm grateful for those moments, those, those awakening moments, because they tell us a lot about, oh, this is where I got to do some work.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not,
0: I'm not asking people to do naked yoga with me, but I clearly like feel some, you know, something about myself that I want to work on.
1: Yeah. Wow. Totally. Um, I was going to ask you guys, do either of you listen to the RB artist, Janae Aiko? No. If you don't, you should listen to her. Okay. Yes. You I might. feel
2: like I have heard of her, and I yeah, listened. she has.
1: She's been in some like she has like radio hits as well, or a couple. Yes. yes, and she's like featured in a lot of stuff. She has this really soft like. As soon as you hear it, you feel like you're soaring through I don't know space or something like her voice, and it's so funny because she's like my favorite R and B artist or one of my favorite artists of all time, and um, she was on Jay Shetty's podcast recently, and you should listen to it. It's so good. But the reason I'm bringing it up, especially for like yoga or like anything in terms of like, if you're needing a soundtrack, she's super into spirituality and literally her music, she uses like, come on, I'm not going to know the name. What are these called? Oh, that bowl, like sound bowls. Yeah. She uses sound bowls. Yep. And she uses crystal bowls and sound frequencies to literally make the sounds of her music from scratch and she'll do it in a way that's like, if she's writing a song and she's like, this is where this is coming from for me, like this is what I'm healing for me. She'll try to match the sounds that she's making on her own with that feeling so that when you're listening to it, the sounds or the frequencies, they have like very specific, specific, um, connections to different types of healings. So it's so funny. Cause I would always, I always am recommending it to people who are her music to people who are spiritual. Cause it's just, it's so good. And I'm like, I never knew why I was so obsessed with her music or even why, when I listened to her music, I immediately felt like better or like happier or like there's, I can pick out any song from her that like, I'm like, if I'm in a mood, like I'm going to play this. And it's so crazy. Cause I didn't know that she was intentionally doing that. And now I'm wow. just like, it's so cool. And like, so it's stuff like that. That makes me be like, there's so much that you could do. Like there's so there's the plane there's so of much. like possibility is so big when it comes to <laughs> Just like healing and spirituality, like she's making sounds into her songs that like most people probably don't know. I only know this because I'm like a a, a stan, and I like stalk her <laughs> and like I've done the research. But it's like it's so interesting because people don't even know that even things like music and stuff like that, like how actually energetically healing it can be. Totally. Until you're like okay. aware of it.
0: Will you say her name one more time?
1: Janae Aiko. It's like okay. Uh, I'll link it up. Yeah, J-H-E-N-E and then A-I-K-O. She's amazing.
2: I have a question and it's on topic, but not talking about Janae Aiko.
0: What (laughs) are
2: our thoughts on essential oils?
0: Oh, that's a good question, Brenna.
1: (laughs) I like essential oils. I diffuse essential oils. I don't like put them on my body um, or anything like that, but I do diffuse them. I do diffuse different things. Four different feelings that I'm having um I guess it's cats out the bag as to whether I think it's like actually a thing or like placebo effect but yeah I enjoy the smell
0: yeah I've same I diffuse it I there's there's that good um Netflix documentary that was looking at a lot of wellness practices ayahuasca oh, yeah. and essential oils it's a oh, what is it called it's unwell, called um, unwell. unwell.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. I'm
0: going to watch that after that. Yeah, I highly recommend. It. There's like different episodes and there's like be healing and I like it because they do really look at like both sides of the argument, mm-hmm. which I just I cannot I cannot encourage enough for everyone. And I talk about this on every episode. Is like when you're going down any of these paths, whatever they are, spirituality, um wellness, it's just like ask the questions, like do the research. And I don't know if you guys have heard the term spiritual bypassing or like Um, what that is. I mean, that's just really saying, for example, and, you know, when everyone was storming the Capitol, people are just saying, oh, you know, just just meditate and it's going to be okay. Um, Actually, no, like we need to do things. We need to Mm -hmm. mobilize and take care of ourselves and take care of others right now. That's my opinion anyways. Back to essential oils though. I do diffuse them, but there's, I don't believe that they're a cure-all. I don't think really anything is a (laughs) cure-all.
2: Yeah. It's it's kind of like a combination of things that help you.
1: Well, you know, what's so funny is what I was talking about earlier about the cultural difference in terms of just like who I see doing spirituality. The part of the reason I say that is because when I do some, I have talked to like other black people or black women about spirituality and like crystals. And like, I have a cousin who's like really into it. So she's really the only person I talk to about it, like seriously, but I've literally had other black people tell me like, Oh, like, that's just like white people shit. Like you're just doing that white people shit. Like literally. And it's, I mean, no fault to them. I think to their point, that's how it looks from an external perspective. If you're not trying to find diverse faces in spirituality, um, but it's just like another, not that again, I could care less, like literally people's thoughts and opinions don't phase me at all. So people say that to me and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, same. I'm on board. But like, it's, it's like a thing, like, it's a thing that I've heard more than once. And it does sometimes make me think of like, is is that like even? A, I'm I, now I'm like trying to think of like my next good idea. I'm like, is this a space where I could occupy? Like, is this like a space where people need oh more gosh, resources? Yeah. Is this like yeah. what I'm Talk supposed to do? Next? <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. But I feel so dumb sometimes talking about it because I really don't know anything. All I know is what CoStar tells me about myself, <laughs> 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 what happens in my dreams. I know that that's like real it's in some to some degree and I do believe in like the power of like crystals and earth and stuff like that so but like truly that's it oh (laughs) that's my question for Ashley aside from like your podcast or like what was the name of that other podcast you said I need to spiritual shit spiritual shit spiritual shit podcast awesome like if there was like somebody that was like okay I am like spirituality 101 like, where does, where do you even start? Do you start with what? I don't even know. I feel like there's so many avenues to go down. You could like pick a different one and go all the way down it and then come back out. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many different ways. It
0: is such a good question. And that's kind of like why I wanted to start this show in the first place is that there's like so many different practices and so many things. And for me, it was started with yoga, but there's other places to get it. You know, it's, it's depends on where, like what lane you want to choose. I, I off, I mean, astrology for me is just so, so fun to talk about because I think it does, it is easy to understand when you are applying it to yourself. Um, mm-hmm. so they're all just, I'll shout out two astrologers that I really love if people are just like wanting to explore it. And they also like to have these conversations as they relate to the culture that we live in right now and activism. And just like, that's, I think that's part of this. Um, Jessica Lignado is a an astrologer and she's amazing. She has a podcast called Ghost of a Podcast. And then Channy Nicholas is another astrologer. They're both, they're both queer women. Yeah. And they both, they speak to what's happening in our country and they speak to what's happening in our world as it relates to the spirituality of it all. And I think Ooh. that's like so that's like the sweet spot a little bit for a lot of these, um, for a lot of us that are wanting to figure out like, but why, why is this happening? And, and ask the questions and maybe attach it to the tart or the spirituality or to ourselves. So those are two places. I really like spiritual shit. Um, I'll, I'll attach more in the show notes as I'm like thinking about resources because I I feel like I'm consuming so so much of it right now that I'm mm-hmm. I'm finding it hard to to find a a place to land, um, and because we're in quarantine all the time, it's like I don't I don't talk to a lot of people that <laughs> don't believe the same things as me, other than my husband, and he kind of like similar to your partners, he just sometimes is like Ashley, like are you tripping balls right now? Like what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> He says it in a nice way, but he's
2: like, literally, like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. No, but Asia, I am in the same boat as you where the last couple months, I was like, where do I even start? What really helped me was truthfully, Ashley, like binging your podcast. Because once I listened to one episode, I was like, ooh, I just learned so much. And then the one episode that I listened to after that was with Meredith.
0: Yeah, Meredith, my my like BFF, challenger. (laughs) So
2: I'm gonna get yeah. So I'm gonna get my chart read through her. Yes. Yep. Next month. Yeah. So it was just kind of like leading me down a hole, and I just kind of let it take me there. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, "Ooh, I really like this person. Let me check them out." And then I checked her out and whatever. So that's kind of how I'm doing it, and I'm just kind of letting it lead me instead of me being like, "Today I'm gonna learn about chakras." The two things that I am like super super on board with and utilize are like manifestations and affirmations. Mm, Like I believe in them 1 million percent. I believe speaking and writing what you want to bring into the universe and your life is so much more powerful than anyone believes. Oh
0: my gosh i've seen it i've seen it firsthand i'm i've done it you guys like this is yeah. so real and it's, it's real and when you wake up to it it's just like so exciting and freeing and i'm yes
1: can we do it's this so again good. should we do this like a, yes. another can another i do <laughs> like all the like you monthly? guys i feel like the combination of ashley's uh spirituality knowledge brenna's gonna therapize us all i can just tell you all of my <laughs> problems <laughs>
0: We can like, like, I see is like, what are you talking about? You
1: yeah. Like- and I totally agree. I am like slowly binging all of Yoga Magic podcast episodes because mm-hmm. I'm like
0: <laughs> No, Ashley, I
2: think what you're doing is so awesome. And like I can obviously only speak for myself, but it is helping me so much just learn more. And you know, it it provides me a safe space to kind of ask the questions and inquire about these things that maybe I would feel like silly asking other people about. Yeah. So thank you so much because oh what gosh. you're doing is super, super important.
0: Thank Same. you guys. This is oh, I was like having like a little bit of a Debbie Downer day, especially with that creeper <gasps> messaging. Like, oh, that happened, no, that happened today. No, I had it a couple of days ago, and now I'm just like, yes, I want to just keep talking to <laughs> Russia. <ready. Shut up. laughs> Episode this episode is going to be like
2: seven hours people are going to be like oh my no, gosh if I
0: shut up? I should have scheduled I have to get my daughter if I should have scheduled this for a time where we could go like three or four hours
1: like, <laughs> probably could oh it my probably good it 100% good <laughs> I have the utmost faith in us <laughs> on that end
0: so <laughs> before you two go will you say the names of your podcast again so everyone can check you out and then I'll link it up in the show notes too
1: yeah so my podcast is called done with adulting You can get it wherever you find your podcasts. And then we're also on Instagram at done with adulting pod.
2: Yes. And you can find real fucking talk anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we are on Instagram at real.fckn.talk.
0: You guys are the best. I love this. Thank you so
1: much. (laughs) I appreciate it so much. Thank Thank you. you so much.
0: Thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks, Asian Brenner, for your honesty, for seeking to be the best version of yourself. Don't forget, if you love this episode, share it with a friend and tag Yoga Magic Podcast on Instagram. I'll see you on Thursday, everybody.